Te presentamos a Alex. Ella acaba de descubrir el centro de visión de Walmart. Ahora hago mis diligencias en un solo lugar. ¿Compras? ¿Lentes? Walmart. ¿Decoraciones? Walmart. Y lo mejor es que aceptan la mayoría de seguros, así que ahorro tiempo y dinero. Bienvenido a un cuidado de visión más fácil. Bienvenido a tu Walmart. Se aplican restricciones. Visita walmart.com para más detalles. When something happens to your car, you might say... But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Grammar Girl here. I'm Mignon Fogarty, and you can think of me as your friendly guide to the English language. We talk about writing, history, rules, and cool stuff. Today, we'll talk about a word people love to hate, like. This is by Ben Yagoda, so when I say me or I, that's him. Recently on NPR's Morning Edition, an American student at Duke University's campus in China described a class exercise about what the country would be like in 20 years. Referring to some Chinese students in the course, she said, They wore, like, Chinese military garb to the presentation, and they had, like, the whole banner that said the 10th anniversary of Taiwan's return to China, and that was, like, a big deal for the Taiwanese students. They were, like, extremely upset over it. In fact, the student used the word like four times in a 44-word statement, and she used it in particular, recognizable ways that weren't traditional. By traditional, I mean like as a verb, as in Jim likes Mary— as a preposition, as in Sally looks like Betty, and he reminds me of artists like Rembrandt and Vermeer, a noun, as in cookies, donuts, and the like, and my post got 25 likes, a suffix, as in he has many mentor-like qualities, a comparative complementizer, as in it felt like we were in outer space, or even a conjunction, which was controversial in the 1950s, but is now fairly widely accepted, as in, Winston tastes good like a cigarette should. To call the students' likes controversial would be to overstate their reputation by a lot. In 1982, Frank and Moon Unit Zappa released the song Valley Girl, which contained passages like, like, oh my god, like totally, and Sino is like so bitchin'. There's like the Galleria and like, and like, and like really these great shoe stores. Roughly since then, like has been exhibit A when older people criticize the way young people talk, generating more dislike than even uptalk, vocal fry, and starting a sentence with the word so. Complaints are most frequently heard from members of two groups. First, parents, such as the singer-songwriter Loudon Wainwright, who in the song Cobwebs from 1995, calls the word, quote, an assault on my mind's ear, unquote and sayings, when I hear it, I can't stand it, especially coming out of the mouths of one of my own kids. The second group is college professors, one of whom wrote in the Chronicle of Higher Education some years ago that of the roughly million words he reckoned the English language to comprise, quote, only one do I hold in contempt. That word is like, 
not the tepid expression of mild appreciation, but the parasitic form that now bleeds the mother tongue, marks the user as a dunce, and were it truly understood, scandalizes our schools, unquote. Studies have suggested that a dislike of, if not outright contempt for, the non-traditional like is widely held. One experiment found that subjects perceived heavy like users as less intelligent than people who abstained from the word, but more attractive, cheerful, and friendly. And in another study, job interviewers' ratings revealed that like use negatively affected hireability. That being the case, is it a professor's or a parent's duty to intervene when their students or children overuse like? Maybe not going so far as the professor who wrote the 2012 Chronicle article, Ted Gupp, who reported writing the word down on the back of a legal pad in six-inch-high capital letters and holding up the sign every time a student said it. But maybe doing an intervention of some kind? Possibly the person on earth best qualified to answer that question is the scholar from whom I learned about the studies mentioned before, Alexandra de Arce, Associate Professor of Linguistics at the University of Victoria and the author of the 2017 book, Discourse Pragmatic Variation in Context, 800 Years of Like, a comprehensive study of the non-traditional like. In an interview, Darcy said that when her students used the word in the classroom, quote, I don't respond at all, I don't say anything, unquote. She had more to say on the subject, but before getting to that, it would make sense to pass along some of her findings, which run counter to the conventional wisdom about the non-traditional like in two ways. First, Darcy refutes the general perception that it's merely, as Wainwright puts it, an audible pause that doesn't mean a thing. In fact, recordings show speakers rarely pause before or after the word, as people do with other particles, such as um and you know. And as she said in the interview, quote, there are multiple likes that are out there. Some annoy us more than others, but they all have very clear functions in language, unquote. Using a wide variety of examples, she describes four distinct non-traditional likes, all of them arguably useful and even elegant. One is an adverb of approximation. That's the way Donald Trump employed it when speaking about his visit with the Queen of England last August. Quote, it was supposed to last 15 minutes, but it lasted like an hour, unquote. And how Bernie Sanders' campaign manager, Faz Shakir, used it in early June. Quote, the problem with California is that you could spend like hundreds of millions of dollars and it'll feel like you spent five pennies, unquote. A second kind of use applies approximation not just to nouns and noun phrases, indicating things like quantity and time, as the word about does, but to adjectives and verbs in just about anything. Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez recently said this about a documentary in which she was featured, quote, you know, I'm like ugly crying on the screen, unquote. She could have said simply I'm ugly, but it wouldn't have been the same thing. The third function suggests a more general approximation, as well as other meanings. The Oxford English Dictionary has a nice definition, quote, used conversationally to qualify a preceding, or in later use also following, statement, suggesting that the statement is approximate, or signifying a degree of uncertainty on the part of the speaker as to whether an expression is pertinent or acceptable, as it were, so to speak, in a manner of speaking, unquote. 
and, quote, used as a marker, intensifier, or filler in conversation or spoken discourse to introduce or focus attention on a following statement or question, unquote. That applies to the Duke University students' use of like and to how Terry Gross recently used the word on her NPR show, Fresh Air. The college years coincide with the years that some mood disorders start to express themselves or express themselves more fully. And so, like, that can be a very negative interaction. Finally, with to be, like is a verb of attribution. The Duke student on NPR reported that a professor asked a class what's the first thing they think of when they hear America. And she replied, and then one Chinese student was like, a green card. To appreciate the usefulness here, consider the logical alternative verb, said. The problem is that said implies word-for-word accuracy, and no one in conversation is purporting to present that. The only other option would be he said something to the effect of a green card, which would get some seriously funny looks. The other idea Darcy persuasively counters is that the non-traditional like is a new thing. People my age and older remember its association with the beatniks of the 1950s and 60s. The OED cites a 1950 quote from Lawrence Rivers, like, how much can you lay on me? And this from Jack Kerouac's 1957 On the Road, all hung up on like literary inhibitions and grammatical fears. Notice was taken in the culture at large. In his 1960 book, Growing Up Absurd, Paul Goodman wrote that, quote, a more general withdrawal from experiencing altogether is expressed by the omnicapable word like. For example, like I'm sleepy, meaning if I experienced anything, it would be feeling sleepy. Like if I go to like New York, I'll look you up, indicating that in this definite and friendly promise, there's no felt purpose in that trip or any trip. Technically, like is here a particle expressing a tonality or attitude of utterance, unquote. He compared it to the Greek terms for verily and now look. In the sitcom The Many Loves of Dobby Gillis, which ran from 1959 to 1964, the word was the most notable component of the vocabulary of the beatnik sidekick Maynard G. Krebs. For example, this exchange followed an apology to Maynard by pompous Professor Pomfret. Maynard, you're like forgiven. Pomfret, like thank you. Maynard, like you're welcome. Pomfret, can you answer the question? Maynard, like no. Pomfret, like that's what I figured. But Darcy takes it way, way farther back with an impressive battery of quotations from databases of spoken and written English. For example, this one from 1887. I kept all the mortgage books and was secretary for like $115 a month. And this one from 1875, you'd never believe pig route, like you'd need to see the road to believe it. And finally, this one from 1925, they were just like sitting, waiting to die. See, it's not as new as you thought. The one non-traditional like that appears to be legitimately new, though, is the quotative like. The OED's first citation is from Valley Girl. She's like, oh my God. Darcy doesn't emphasize this, but I'll counter a third misapprehension, that the non-traditional like is exclusively the province of the young. Donald Trump was born in 1946, 
Terry Gross in 1951, and Faz Shakir in 1979. The correspondent on the NPR segment in which the Duke student was featured, Steve Inskeep, born in 1968, said in describing the campus, there's even like a little marshland. I'm in my 60s, and I hear myself and my friends use like this way fruitfully. I don't know Ted Gupp or Loudon Wainwright, but I wonder if at this point they do as well. It brings to mind Barron's Law of Usage, formulated by Dennis Barron, a grammarian at the University of Illinois. He said, whatever feature you complain about, it's certain that you will one day use it yourself. I'm going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll talk about how to reconcile that all these uses of like are common with the fact that they can also hurt you. Te presentamos a Alex. Ella acaba de descubrir el centro de visión de Walmart. Ahora hago mis diligencias en un solo lugar. ¿Compras? ¿Lentes? Walmart. ¿Decoraciones? Walmart. Y lo mejor es que aceptan la mayoría de seguros, así que ahorro tiempo y dinero. Bienvenido a un cuidado de visión más fácil. Bienvenido a tu Walmart. Se aplican restricciones. Visita walmart.com para más detalles. When something happens to your car, you might say... But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Remember the frustration of trying to memorize vocabulary and grammar rules only to find you couldn't actually use the language in real life? Well, there's a better way to learn. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program with millions of users learning 25 different languages, and you can get it on your desktop or as an app on your phone or tablet. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with its intuitive process. It's really different. You pick up the language naturally, first with words, then the phrases, and then with sentences. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Grammar Girl listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Is it rosettastone.com grammar? That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com grammar today. So even though using like is extremely common, we also know that using like too much can be a problem. It can indeed sound like a tick, and it can indeed reflect negatively on the speaker. But Ted Gupp's wrap-their-knuckles approach just doesn't seem like the way to go. I retired from teaching not too long ago, and I feel pretty confident that if I had tried this sort of thing in the classroom, or even borrowed Professor Pomfret's subtle, sarcastic approach, my students, reluctant to talk in the best of times, would have completely shut up. Alexandra Darcy, who can fairly be described as a like enthusiast, knows there's a time and place for the word. She is fortunate that in her linguistics classes, the very idea that there's a time and place for certain kinds of language is part of the curriculum. Quote, there are stylistic conventions and norms, she said. If what we're trying to do is prepare people for performance in an interview, 
You wouldn't want them umming and aahing the whole time. You wouldn't want them saying, you know, and right, or a. They all become part of teaching how to present yourself in such a way that you're perceived as professional, just as you don't want to go into an interview with dirty, wrinkled clothes. So I do teach about stylistic variation, she continued. I often talk about like, and I do end up talking about when it would be better to use it. It works when you're with your friends, not in a professional presentation or an interview, unquote. If I were still teaching, I probably would devote part of each class semester to such matters and would recommend doing so to my colleagues, no matter what their discipline. But here's the thing. My sense of classes in recent years is that there wasn't a great deal of like use. An informal survey of my erstwhile colleagues at the University of Delaware revealed similar impressions. And this doesn't surprise Darcy. She said, I've had colleagues say to me, students in my first-year seminars use like all the time. But by the time they're in my fourth-year seminars or my grad classes, I notice they're using it a lot less. So I'm convinced that like is going away. And my answer is, it's not that it's going away, it's that your students are maturing and they're figuring out academic culture, unquote. The Duke student featured on NPR significantly was a freshman. My money says that by the time she's a senior, her use of like in interviews, class discussions, and professional settings will have, like, disappeared. That segment was by Ben Yagoda and originally appeared in the Chronicle of Higher Education. Ben is the author of How to Not Write Bad, About Town, The New Yorker, and The World It Made, and many other books. You can find out more about him at benyagoda.com and on Twitter. Finally, I have a familect story from Rob. Hi, Grammar Girl. This is Rob from Harrisonburg, Virginia. I'm calling with breaking news, a familect in the making. The other night, my wife was reading our seven-year-old a biography of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, which had lots of quotes in it pulled out from the rest of the text. My son looked at those quotes and saw the quotation marks on either side and remarked, they have earbuds. I think I'm going to keep calling them earbuds from now on. Thanks, Rob. I laughed out loud when I heard that the first time. I was actually wearing earbuds, and I love it. If you want to call and leave a voicemail with a story of a word or phrase your family and only your family uses, what we call a familect, the number is 833214-GIRL. And that number is also in my email newsletter, which you can sign up for at quickanddirtytips.com. I'm Mignon Fogarty, better known as Grammar Girl. Thanks to my producer, Nathan Sems. And that's all. Thanks for listening. When something happens to your car, you might say... But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... 
Yeah, the charcoal mask. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? <clears throat> Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed.